recording. Oh boy. <laughs> I've waited for this day for less than a week. It has been less than a week, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, the latest podcast on the Team Puma Knife Network. Welcome to Subtle Interference. What a uh, great name. It It, it, it is. I'm Bob. I'm Alex. And uh, we're here to just talk about a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah, absolutely anything we want. So it's going to be all over the place. I hope you like video games, TV, movies, tech, politics, pro wrestling. There's going to be a lot. So, you know, chances are you're not going to like everything. But hopefully you'll stick around for Bob's amazing personality and any guest appearances that may happen. Guest appearances should be pretty fantastic. I suspect they'll be angry, and you'll probably be keyed into them by stomping down the stairs. Or much barking followed by stomping down the <laughs> stairs. There will be barking, so prepare yourself. Yeah, there, there's definitely... We, we, uh, we are... Um, we're guesting a dog this evening, and uh, uh, there have been a couple barks. It's actually been a few minutes. So there was like a series of like three or four of them right in a row, and then it stopped. Yeah, there's actually never going to be any barks again, so don't worry about it. Yeah, when it we happens, made that up. When it happens, it's probably in your imagination. <laughs> so where do you want to start tonight, Alex? Well, well I, did, I did throw out that we should talk about how great we are at bowling. Uh... You speak for yourself because I switch between average and mediocre. So I see. I felt like tonight I was on an upward curve. I started very, very bad. Yeah, we're not going to mention any scores, but Bob was bowling at about a eight-year-old level. Yeah, you know where like the bumpers are on the lanes. Well, you know where I was bowling tonight. I was bowling at that level of like as good as you get when you only bowl with a straight ball. Mm-hmm. You know, no one ever, no one really gets higher. You you you'll get the occasional game that's very good, but no one kind of gets above that middling level as a as throwing a straight ball. Um, but now uh, I'm not throwing a straight ball, and I'm still at that level. So, but on the upside, we did follow up bowling with some quite good pepperoni pizza. Yay, pepperoni pizza. And now we're here to entertain just the millions of people that I'm sure are going to be listening to this. <laughs> so, Bob, uh, this week, maybe last week, you got a new phone. And I did get a new phone. As a longtime Apple fanboy, it was quite the departure for you. Tell the people. I, I, uh, I went to Best Buy. And I picked myself up a Samsung Galaxy S8. Mm. Uh, and I left the iPhone behind. Now, what caused this departure from Apple? Because I've noticed there in your house are less and less Apple products as time goes on. You know, you used to have the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. That's gone. It's not gone. We just don't use it as much. Yeah, so it's gone. Yes. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> in the weeds a little bit there yes um you know and now this is gone do you have an ipad i do have an ipad does anyone use it 
Erica uses it occasionally. Okay. So you don't use it. So the point I'm getting to here is Bob is completely quitting on Apple. He's he's fucking out. They haven't given me anything to be excited or interested in in many years. What about a lack of a headphone jack? <laughs> that yeah. was a courageous change courageous, to the iPhone. Courageous. It takes a lot of courage. Um, I is someone who um, thinks he knows a lot more about audio than he does um, and is probably a lot more snobbish about it than he should be. Um, I really, the getting rid of the headphone jack really bothered me. Um, I, and getting rid of it altogether, you know, if they had said, well, here's a model that has one. Here's a model that doesn't. Yeah, but that was never going to happen. Not with Apple. Not with anyone, really. No, I think there are companies that would do it if there's a demand. Um, but those companies mostly fail or they just throw a million products onto the market like Samsung used to. But they don't even really do that anymore. I mean, Samsung pretty much gives you the two S8s and the Note every year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get a Note that has problems with exploding, but that's okay. Yeah. We've moved on. It's okay. Um, no, I, for me, you know, I, like the headphones I'm wearing right now, these are not cheap headphones. And... But and they're they're wired, like so. If I went to, um, one of the wireless phone, you know, whether it's the the new Google uh, Pixel phones, or the current generation of iPhones, you know, I I would have to basically not use them, or I'd have to use them with an adapter, and you know, if you use them with a there's is. We said yeah. it wouldn't happen. And the and the USB-C to headphone adapters is a pretty, you know, bad solution because God forbid you forget your headphone adapter at home and you got the headset and now you're really feeling like an idiot. Now, if, if um, like these headphones I have, these are Bose. If Bose ever came out with a Bluetooth dongle that's like this big and listeners, you can't see this, but it like that you could barely notice like the size of a quarter right and i could i could insert it into these headphones and convert them to bluetooth that would be an okay solution for me but um you know people who have expensive headphones do not want to go buy a whole new set of expensive headphones when their current headphones are perfectly good and for me it comes down to the whole reason i wanted an iphone in the first place is because I was carrying around an iPod and I was carrying around a phone and I wanted to just carry around one thing. And, you know, Apple did Apple. All of Apple's success today goes back to the iPod and music. And by trying to fuck with that and disrupt the industry by forcing you to go to wireless headphones that they can charge you way too much money for, they're really... You know, they're alienating their their base of music fans. You know, there are, there's a lot of people I see who are making excuses for Apple. Like, oh, wireless is the future. Just go with it. And it's like, no. Because it's an... Un- it, Bluetooth is not good enough yet for an audio file. 
Yeah, the only place I use Bluetooth is in the car, and that's totally fine, but I don't Mm -hmm. listen to music. I mean, I just listen to podcasts and stuff. Right. Now, I don't know how Bluetooth headsets are in terms of listening to music, because I've never really had one. Um, You know, there are these new Google Pixel Buds coming out soon. I don't know how the quality of those are going to be, and I mean, we know they have that cool translation feature, which... Is, you know, if the demos are to be believed, a really, really killer feature. It's a it's a fantastic feature, but it's a professional feature. Because that's the only environment that that's going to be really used. Or for people who are traveling. If, it's, if you're traveling, it's almost like a must-have. Like if you decided next week you and your wonderful wife were going to go to Italy or something. Don't say that. She wants to go to Italy. Oh man, you should take her. It's going to cost, you know, that trip's going to cost like $4,000, $5,000. That you'd easily have that money. If you just canceled one of your extravagant skiing trips. Hey, hey, hey. that's slow. I'm trying to save this marriage. All right. (laughs) If you get divorced, we can't be acquaintances anymore. Um, no, it is a cool feature and I, you know, I'm not going to deny that. Um, but I, I, it is like, uh, it's almost like a connect. Um, it's got infinite, it's much more useful than a connect. Yeah. I was about to say the connect was, uh, pretty much a pile of shit from day one. and always has been, um, I don't agree. Cool, cool technology, right. but no gaming implementations right. at all. Like the problem with the connect is like, it, it, it's, it's usefulness was like in so many other places than gaming and it has i've seen it used in like um kiosks at you know trade shows and stuff like that and it does ha- it is useful it can be cool um you know google at least with this technology they're not saying oh no it's this for this one thing it's like no you use it for whatever you want but i do think it's kind of in that same vein of it's it's usefulness is going to be limited um on a daily basis versus you know i don't know a good streaming service where you're going to use every day so i don't remember where it's going i was probably i was still (laughs) complaining about apple and i'm getting rid of the headphone jack yeah Uh, this isn't a sore subject for bob at all no not at all no but I gotta tell you, even if they hadn't gotten rid of the headphone jack, um, which really did rub me the wrong way, I will note that the uh, Samsung left the headphone jack on the S8. Um, yeah, but it'll probably be gone next year. Maybe. I would assume. I think I think it'll be interesting to see. But if they keep it, it's a differentiator for them. Right. And as long as there's a market for it, you know, someone will have it because you know. I guarantee, like, I know in 10 to 15 years, I just, you just will not be able to get a phone that doesn't have a headphone jack. Like, in, in, like, within five years. It'll, it'll really be less than that. In terms of, in terms of phones you actually want. Well, that's what I was going to say. It'll be, like, less than three years. Yeah, from all the major manufacturers who make good hardware, yeah, it'll be within a few years. Um, But, you know, looking out beyond that, It'll, it'll, it'll be 10 to 50. And I hope that, you know, the technology is good enough by then. But a good pair of headphones can last you forever. 
But as soon as it's wireless and it's got an internal battery and you, you're going to have to buy a new one every fucking three or four years. Oh, so now you finally understand why they've sealed batteries inside of phones? Oh, yeah. I figured that one out this morning. I was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> now I understand why I have this Galaxy S8. Because my iPhone could only last half an hour without a giant battery attached to it. That's <laughs> that's fair. I didn't mind the I didn't mind the battery case. You know what? A lot will, of people would though. I will say I hear I hear about battery degradation so much, and it's absolutely real. I'm not like acting like it's not real, but I have the uh, LG Nexus 5X, and it's had issues. But one of them is not battery. My battery life has pretty much always been the same. You know, I've always gotten about four hours of screen on time, which um. You know, I'm pretty happy with. That'll normally get you through a day. Now, phones now get way better. I mean, your phone probably gets six hours or more of screen on time, mm-hmm. I would assume. I don't know that for a fact. But usually a lot of the newer phones are getting really great screen on time because the displays are becoming um, more efficient. Right. But, uh, yeah, I haven't had that yet with my phone where the battery gets really bad. But, like I said, I have had other issues. I did. I did have a lot of issues with... Um, my iPhone 6s um, with the battery and that's why I ultimately got the battery case um, there was that whole thing like a year and a half ago where Apple replaced batteries and a whole bunch of successes because there was a defect they were put and it would just the phone would just turn off randomly you know I wish I had the Instead of having the 5X, I had the Nexus 6P, which came out the same year, because that phone had some sort of issue where um, you the battery would only charge to like 30% or something, and then it would just like fail. Lots of battery problems. Right. So what was nice was, I guess I was reading, I was reading, I know I was reading, that Google was just replacing those phones, but not with other Nexus 6Ps, with other with the Pixel 1 XL. So <laughs> you were actually getting an upgrade a year a year over year upgrade for a battery problem, which is nice. That's great customer service. Yeah, that would have been nice. I I mean, I I personally my solution, which was the the Mophie battery case, I didn't mind it at all. The iPhone is so thin to begin with that the extra heft was actually kind of nice in certain cases. Um, and it, it, it also um, redirected the, the sound out the front when, you know, the, the front facing speakers are a lot better. Oh my God. That now I will say, this is one of my things when it comes to phones, I cannot have a phone without a front facing speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, that is absolutely required. Once you have it, you can never go back. It is a lot better. I, I, I can live without it. I mean, you know, the, the S8 does not have front facing speaker. It is, um, it is, what do you call that? Bottom, bottom, bottom firing, bottom firing. Um, and it's fine. I don't watch a lot of video, um, on my phone without a headphone, without headphones in. But uh, it, it certainly is a definite 
big in- increase or a, a, a huge benefit to have the front facing. Yeah, I'm I'm the opposite of you. I really almost never use the headphone jack, which is why it doesn't bother me. Right. Really, the only time I've ever used the headphone jack is if I'm on a plane and I'm using some noise canceling headphones so my ears don't explode. <laughs> You know, that's really the only time. Otherwise, I really do use the phone speakers, and that's what been one of the best things about my 5X is I think it's the first phone I had with front-facing speakers, and you really can't go back once you have it. It's right. it's too good of a feature. And so I'm um, that's, like, one of my things I just have to have if I get a new phone now. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the S8 itself is gorgeous. Um, the form factor is very, you know, awesome uh i don't that's not a a huge thing for me but it it certainly is nice um but the as far as like why i ended up making the decision to go i think i had decided probably about a year maybe year and a half ago that when i got a new phone i was going to android Mm -hmm. um like i said what has apple done in since Steve Jobs died, that's truly exciting. I mean, they've they've done nothing. I mean, the the iPhones have been the pretty much the exact same design for two years at least, maybe mm-hmm. three, in terms of the hardware. And they've got this big obsession with constantly making the phone thinner. And there's two problems with that. One, I really don't think the phone is easier to hold when it's thinner. I think it's actually much harder. Like your Galaxy S8, for example, much better feel in hand when there's a case on it. Mm -hmm. When there's not a case on it, I, I mean, for me, I was like in constant fear of dropping it. And it's the same thing with the iPhones. And if you have a thicker phone, then you can have more battery. And I don't think anyone's going to be too upset about a slightly thicker phone if your battery life is like 30% better. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, But they don't want that. Um. Well, for sure. I mean, obviously, (laughs) obviously the goal is to have a phone and about two years or three years in, you want it to start to bother people in ways and maybe ways that enough that get them to go spend $700. Yeah, I mean, I I was fortunate that... um, I was able to get a deal on this through Best Buy. I only paid six hundred for my S eight, um, so that's a only only. I know. Oh, deal! A deal! What is? What a rocket steal! Um, but I mean, comparative, you know, it's still what hundred hundred fifty dollars off what they normally charge you. Um, but my problem. You know, with you know, I, I'm there's I, I'm a little mad at myself. I got sucked into getting it, um, uh, because I really didn't need it. My my iPhone was still perfectly fine, but I feel like I I did it almost more to say fuck you to Apple. You're not doing enough to keep me as a customer. Need is such a silly word, Bob. Need is a silly word. You wanted that S8, and God, it feels good that you bought it, didn't it, Bob? <laughs> didn't it feel fucking good? Oh, man. It's so much fun to turn on a new phone and be like, aw. And you got to savor this first couple of weeks, because it doesn't take long until you find something. Oh, that's no. Like- it's it's usually like all of five minutes before you find something to nitpick, mm-hmm. and then it just starts to claw away at you over time. It's like car reviewers who do reviews on like Ferraris and Lamborghinis, where they'll talk about how awesome the car is, but it doesn't have enough cup holders or <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like you're driving a fucking work of art, 
and you're bitching about the cup holders. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> love love you, Top Gear. Oh, Rest Top in peace. <laughs> well, we have, um, we have the Grand Tour now. Yeah, I've never watched that. I don't know. I oh, you should watch it. It's good. You know what? Amazon Instant Video, as a little tangent, is such shit. Compared to, to anything. To anything. You know, this is like something I'll only care about, but... I remember a long time, it was probably three or four years ago, you could go on Amazon Video and you could watch old seasons of MTV's The Challenge. And there were like 10 seasons up on there. They're all free. You just go in there and watch them. It was great. I went on there the other day because I was just curious if they were still there. Oh, yeah, they're still there. Now you have to pay money for every individual episode. Mm -hmm. Why in the world would I do that when I could go on MTV.com and watch them for free? Come on, Mm -hmm. Amazon. Well, especially for someone like you or me who has a computer hooked up to their TV. Yes. You know, and you don't... Something everyone should do. Yeah, it's the best. Um, Because, you know, whether it's MTV.com or Comedy Central, even though most of their stuff's on Hulu now, um, you know, there, there are certain things where it's like you can watch it if you watch it on their website. If you want to watch it on your Fire TV your Apple TV or your Roku, you're kind of shit out of luck. Um, and streaming it from your phone. Um, I haven't, uh, I haven't messed with Google's implementation of it, but Apple's for sure was not good. It was so sporadic. Um, I've only done it a couple times, but I've had no issues with doing that with Android. You yeah. know, when you stream YouTube from the phone to you to, you know, the TV that has the YouTube app. Right. I've had no issues with that, but you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. It does drain the fuck out of your battery though. Well, that's, that's anything. <laughs> you looked at your phone drops 10%. <laughs> um, um, you know, just to like switch the topic real quick. Cause I know we got something that really, really gets you irritated. Uh-oh. That's what the people want. I believe, you know, the, uh, the one, the one person anyway, um, we like you one person. <laughs> yeah, no, we you. have, we have a thing on team Puma knife. It's the dozens. The dozens? We have the dozens. If dozens of people listen to this, I'll be so happy. Dozens of people listen to our Game of Thrones podcast. The one I was on? Yeah. Wow. Dozens. Now, do you have episode to episode breakdown? Because I would be curious if, like, viewership plummeted or <laughs> soared the episode I was on. Like, did the, like, 10 minutes in, people were listening to me and they were like, just fuck this guy. Well, I mean,. I did, I, you know, I did, didn't did shoot it down when you suggested doing a podcast, so, you know. Oh, man. So you must think I'm a draw. <laughs> He's going to demand more money. <laughs> Would you like 100% more? I can give you 100% more. No, I'd like real things. Like, how about, how about like, a, how about like a slice of pizza? I'll take oh, that. Oh, slice of pizza. Instead of like zero pizza, slice of pizza. <laughs> That's an improvement. So... You know, there was a, no one's going to care about this, but there was a gaming studio shut down this week, EA Visceral, mm-hmm. and they were most famous for the Dead Space games, if anyone has played these. Otherwise, they basically made nothing. But they made some Dead Space games. I've never played them, but I heard they were quite good. Mm-hmm. Now, this made you quite angry. It was really depressing. Uh, you know, I I bought Dead Space 3 because I'd heard how great the Dead Space series was. I didn't play one or two, but I was like, you know, I, I, I've heard such great things about one and two that I'll pick it up. 
um i got like 10 minutes into the game and i was like holy fuck this game is not for me um <laughs> but you know even when i talked to you know i i think i gave it to my brother to play or, or something like that um and and so like you're like well bob you didn't actually even play anything the studio did so what the hell do you care um I care because I know there was a fandom for the games and that they were good games if you like that genre. A, a common theme on this podcast is going to be Bob criticizing games that he's never touched in his life. <laughs> you know, right now I'm staring at a shelf and on that shelf is Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne. And the reason Bob will never, ever play them is just because he thinks they're hard. And if there's one thing Bob doesn't like, it's challenge. Of any sort. <laughs> I hey, that's not true. Now, the bigger the bigger conversation. I'm just going to cut him off because he's about to lie to you guys. I don't. I don't. We don't need the lies. The bigger conversation here is that a lot of people think whether this is right or wrong that the studio was shut down because they wanted to make a single player game, and EA wanted more of a games of a serv- games as a service type game, which right. are the you know, Overwatch or Destiny 2 models where you're trying to loot box people and get them to buy things that they don't really need. And you're basically preying on human psychology mm-hmm. because you're trying to convince people that you really need that sweet Zenyatta skin or something. Yeah. I. So, talking about games as a service up front, you know, I don't, in like in principle, I don't have a problem with it because it is a legitimate business model you want to keep playing pay a little here pay a little that's what arcades were um the difference with what's been happening the last couple of years of course is that you're paying for the game up front and then you've got to continuously put more money into the game so, well you're being a little disingenuous because you don't have to i know you don't if we're if we're using some I, the examples i give when we talk about this that are games that do this in a way that doesn't really affect the game are overwatch because you can spend money on overwatch if you want you know mm-hmm. during a seasonal event when there's extra outfits and everything for the characters none of these have any impact on the gameplay in any sort of way you don't have to spend money on them and if you just play a little bit you're likely to get what you want now every game doesn't do that in such a good way another game that does it good actually that got a lot of shit is destiny 2 because you don't actually have to spend an extra dime on destiny 2 in terms of the loot boxes they're called um bright engrams in the game they're Mm -hmm. not called loot boxes they're bright engrams but they don't actually affect the game in any way people thought they were going to they really don't it's just cosmetic stuff it's you know speeders and skins and you know uh emblems and stuff like that it's not stuff that matters i i and and that in and of itself doesn't bother me too much it's the slippery slope it it is a slippery slope and you know you can talk the slippery slope about so many things and a lot of times it's bullshit you know for instance you know people be like why would you allow gay marriage what's next you'll let people marry goats obviously that's a stupid argument sounds like my dream world but whatever (laughs) it's cool good do you want to do you want to marry a goat alex what's his name bob henny oh greatest of all time right here um yeah it, it's a slippery slope and and, and it, 
I think though, in in the games industry, it's a very real and very valid concern, um, because look at look at things they've done over the last ten years that have just become staples. There isn't a game that comes out that doesn't have paid DLC. Horse armor. Thank you, Skyrim, for starting yes. this. I warned all you fuckers like 15 years ago or whenever this was that you're going to pay for buying this horse armor, and God have we paid. <laughs> You've got that. You, you know, um, a lot of it is day one DLC. Like, what the fuck? So, you know, look, you look at what happens, and, you know, so you know, like, people with half a brain know that it is eventually coming where games are going to start coming out where if you don't buy your the loot boxes you're going to have a miserable gaming experience and they will still go out on the stage and they'll talk to Jeff Keeley and he'll say, and they'll say well Jeff you you, re- you know you don't need to buy this to 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 progress in the game but functionally if you don't it, it just won't be playable. And we're not at that point yet, but look at what happened with TLC. Look at how ingrained it is now. We're going down that path, and gamers are so addicted to gaming that they would rather spend their money on something they're, they're, that pisses them off so that they can continue to play and to continue to be good at the game and have the advantage um, that they won't they won't speak with their dollars, and they'll go online, they'll yell about, it, they'll yell about it. Look at what happened with um, Bethesda and their uh, paid mods. You know they did that a couple of years ago. They tried it. They failed. Failed. Um, was just torn down by the by everyone, and then they brought it back this year under a different name. And, and it's it's probably failing again. I mean, I don't know for sure. It probably is. But I don't. I don't know why you would go pay money for a mod. You'd have to be out of your mind. Well, because because it preys on it preys on a children children. It preys on um a really a couple of interesting points. One, if a you know if a, if a programmer goes out there and he programs a mod and people are playing it, enjoying it, um, it would be nice to actually be able to compensate that person for the work they did. You know, now if you charge for a mod, you know, Bethesda would take you down right away. So it kind of, in a way, provides a venue for that. But the truth is, also, the other part is, if, you know, Bethesda puts it out there, it kind of plays on your mind that, oh, wait, maybe this mod will be stable. I won't have to worry about whether or not this is a stable mod. Both of those things are unfortunately bullshit because, one... They're not putting anything on Creation Club that's worth a damn. Um, and you know, in keeping with the theme of just jumping around randomly on this podcast, when I think of something I want to talk about, you actually just hit on something that I heard about yesterday, I believe, which is compensating creators for their original content. And I read that Patreon is going to start cracking down on adult content on their service. And people don't know this, but a lot, a lot of the people on Patreon are actually people who are making adult content. And I'm doing the air quotes. Really? Yes. So 
I don't remember all the details off the top of my head. I'd really need to look it up. But, you know, we're not worried about being correct on this show. It's not a big deal. No. Um, <laughs> but they made it read like if you, you know, on Patreon, you go and you support the person. And they usually have tiers. You know, oh, if you give me $5 a month, I'll give you this. If you give me $50 a month, I'll give you that. You know, and they made it seem like in their terms of service change that say if you're a model and, you know, for $10 every month, you're going to get access to 30 photos of said model nude. Uh, that's not allowed anymore is what it sounded like to me. And I don't understand that because these people aren't doing anything wrong. And pornography is wrong. <laughs> God damn those those devils I, i'll say this um because i definitely agree with the sentiment that you know um it, it is censorship um and it's not right but and keep in mind it's not like when you go on patreon and you go click on someone's profile there's just going to be a big pair of boobs right in your face stuff that's adult content is marked that way and you have to click through to get to it you're not going to just come across nudity randomly right um people are prudes what it comes down to but at the same time um playing devil's advocate and i have a similar argument about youtube is uh you don't have to use Patreon. Patreon is a is a business, and if they feel that adult content is damaging to their brand, they have every right to uh, to prohibit it. Now they should be transparent about the fact that they're going to do this, um, but it all comes down to, uh, you know, these internet personalities or influencers, um, that if anyone ever refers to me as an influencer. Um, I will kick you in the nuts. We'll shut this fucking podcast down done. right now. It's done. already over. It's already done. Um, You're never going to get to advertise on here. We're not influencers. <laughs> We're not taking your money. Um, just, I'm just kidding. We would we absolutely. Will take you we would love your money. money. <laughs> Mail us at. No. Um, we should set up an email, though. Uh, if you have any issues with the podcast please contact bob at what's your twitter handle bob at the new time lord wonderful that's <laughs> so much confidence anyway um, um definitely contact bob because i don't have twitter i don't have facebook <laughs> don't add me don't follow me um anyways what the point i was getting to is you know these are service these are services that you don't have to use and people are using them to make a living and what you're doing is you are hitching your horse to a wagon you have no control over and that's why everyone who operates a big youtube channel right now especially one who's not like tight with youtube and it's not part of their you know their whole thing um you have no control they can yeah. change it at on a dime and these people are losing their monetization they built livelihoods on this and it was all a huge risk yeah you're you're in a wagon and that wagon's always in danger of uh, tip, uh tipping off the cliff and 
you know, it's this is the same thing with any of these Patreon, YouTube, Twitch, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. It's all the same thing. If you get on there and you actually do start making money, save that money, put it in the bank because it can disappear at any moment. Right. And that's what people on YouTube are finding out right now with the demonetization stuff. Because you got people on there making their fucking Nazi videos and just ruining it for everybody, as mm-hmm. all the Nazis are out to do. Well, that's the thing. Like, Ed's. One of the things I like about doing a podcast and um, is we distribute it through our website. Now, sure, you can Team pick Puma Knife. TeamPumaKnife.com. Um, you can you can you you can access our podcast through iTunes. You can access it through Google Play. Um, but it's always coming from our website, and you and. That it is not controlled by YouTube. It is not controlled by Apple. Um, Apple could certainly say, oh, your podcast is no longer in the iTunes store if we piss them off. Um, but there's always going to be our distribution. And we can market that however we want. Um, yes. When, you, when you're going through YouTube, when you're going through Twitch, it's just risky. And I mean, I do this as a hobby. You know, this is not my... Obviously, it's not my livelihood. Um, yeah, you're but, not you're not going to go broke depending on whether or not this podcast is listened to by a million people or zero people. Right. You know, this which is, is you know whatever <laughs> the dozens. Alex, appreciate the dozens. Um, we, you know, we it's for fun, so we can do this. But I have a, but my hobby has a more sound business model than a YouTuber. In a sense. It's more stable. I think a lot of people, you know, and I see this with, like, when I I went to uh, a bunch of talks over the last week um, for Chicago Ideas Week, and uh, my company was nice enough to buy us tickets, and uh, I got to go and hear a bunch of talks by um, entrepreneurs and, you know, people who are fairly high profile. And you talk to a lot of people in the audience that you meet, and certainly younger people today, there's very focused on things that are not very stable because they want it. They want to do the next hot thing, and the problem with doing the next hot thing all the time is one of those things is going to catch on and become huge, and everything that's like it is going to fail. Yeah, for every for every one person who's got 30,000 subscribers on Twitch and they're raking in subscriber money and they're raking in donations, there's another 2,000 people at least who are making zero dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. And those people who are making zero dollars could be putting in full-time work trying to get a, get a user base and not getting any return on it. And I think it comes back down to, you know, when I... Growing up, everyone said, "Follow your dreams, follow your dreams, do what you want to do." But you gotta, you gotta be a little realistic too. You know, if you if you have the means and the 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 skills in order to jump into this world, and you can you can legitimately do it, great. Um, but it's hard, and you got to realize that you're competing. You know, it's not like if I were to open up. A ski resort, just for example. There are hundreds of ski resorts around the world. Maybe into, probably, maybe into the thousands. 
on YouTube, you're competing with hundreds of thousands, if not millions. 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 Um, it's a very competitive market. So, uh, you know, and these are good people. Um, who Gen- are generally, usually, maybe, sometimes, hopefully. <laughs> You know, I, I or, as long as it's a hot woman, I just naturally assume she's a good person. That's true. Well, women would never, ever, ever be bad people, Alex. No, for sure. Would never abuse power in any circumstance. Nope. So now that we've got that out of the way, <laughs> there's the angry stomping. <laughs> um, you know, it's be. You know, I, I really wish some of these people would be a little smarter. Um. You know, if you're in a situation where, you know, you got laid off and this was your next best, like, I totally get that, you know, and it, it's hard out there. But if you're going to go into, like, think about what you're doing. If you're going to go into something that's this volatile, if you're, you're making money and you get a break, take that money, go get a degree or get some training for another industry so that when this bubble eventually bursts full on, which is in the middle of doing, you've got something else to do afterwards. Yeah. I mean, the one, the one thing with the internet right now is it does always seem like there's the next thing, you know, like MySpace folds and here comes Facebook and, you know, uh, Justin.tv folds and here comes Twitch, you know, and everything ends up being bigger than the last one that came before it. But it kind of feels like everything's a little bit entrenched now also. It's I mean, stabilizing. Fa- Facebook has been around for a really long time. It's hard to imagine a world where Facebook just goes under and fails. Um, now, something else that might actually fail would be something like Twitter, because they can't get their shit together over there at all. It's like the Uber. Right. It's like there's always these things in tech where there's always just always a big asshole running it. Well, and you get, you know, you've got Google, you've got Apple, and you've got Facebook, and they are hell-bent on owning an Amazon. How did I forget Amazon? Between those four companies, they are hell-bent on owning the entire market of the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, they're probably going to do it. Uh, yeah, you got to throw Microsoft in there as well. I mean, people like to act like Microsoft doesn't have things going on, but they're making just shitloads of money. Yeah, micro- well, Microsoft is making... Microsoft has the business space. Without a doubt. How about that Surface Pro Studio, Bob? You, you, you gonna buy that? Oh my god, Alex. You know, if you cancel your trip to Italy and you cancel a couple <laughs> ski trips, you can easily <laughs> buy a Surface Studio. At least part of it. Yeah, I mean, that, maybe like a fifth of it. Yeah, that, whatever. That is... Um, that may be the prettiest computer I've ever seen. It's it's it is the Apple level of hardware, but it just it runs Windows, so you know however you it's, feel about that. It, it's beyond Apple level of hardware. Everyone's moving beyond Apple now. Like you look at um, you know I showed you that picture I think of the Xiaomi Mi Max two. That thing is such a beautiful phone. Of course, it's made by a Chinese company, so they're probably logging everything you do. But to be fair, Who so isn't? is Google. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. Right. No, um, yeah, that thing, I mean, and I went and played with that in the store and what's that? The, the Surface Studio. Oh yeah. Um, God, that is, that is a pretty, pretty thing. And honestly, if like, if you're, you know, if you're uh, a graphic designer, you're an artist and you know, you've, you've typically used like the Wacom tablets. 
this thing blows it. Just owns it. I mean, it is phenomenally expensive. Yeah, um, if if, but, if if Monopoly to you is like Monopoly money, you know, or if money is like Monopoly money, I don't know what I just said, then, you know, just go buy it because it's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, well, and Microsoft also has a, a a display that you can purchase now. It's massive. Um, they come in a 55-inch and an 80-inch display. No one should be buying TVs unless they're LG OLEDs. It's not a TV. It is a touchscreen display. That's very nice, but it's not an LG OLED. No. Um, I went to the Microsoft store and they had it set up, the 80-inch model, and they were playing Mahjong on it. <laughs> Which is... Yeah, what a the, great what a great use. The exact use for it that I would want... Um, you know they're trying. That's to what s- you should use the Hololens for. Yes, they are trying to. They're trying Fuck to sell Minecraft. it. They're trying to sell it as a, um, as a business tool, something that you can put up on a wall and you can, you know, whatever. Um, I for the cost is so high though. I, it's like it's the kind of thing. The only businesses that are gonna buy it are stupid startups who think they need it, um, and that it will change the way business is done. Um, but God, it is cool. Now we talked about need earlier, Bob, and as we know, you certainly are not needing anything. However, that TV in your living room is getting a little old until it burns out. Oh, and Bob, that's the same thing you said about the iPhone and look where we are now. Fair point. Bob's Bob's a known liar. I know some big exaggerators. Bob's not an exaggerator, but he likes to lie. I seriously though, you bring this up all the time about the 4K TV. It is in the same thing, same with the the Xbox One X. You're like, oh, oh you're gonna want don't it. Start. You're gonna buy don't it. Start. You're gonna buy it. You're gonna buy it. You're gonna. There are two things I have real no desire to get. <laughs> like, oh I, my god, we both know that when Christmas rolls around, there's gonna be an Xbox One X under the fucking tree. It's gonna say from Santa, even though it's really from erica and you know Meaning you're gonna really love it from me <laughs> wow shots fired <laughs> anyway <laughs> you know you you want the xbox one x and trust me once you get the xbox one x you're gonna want to replace your tv with a nice sweet 4k tv and why not if you're gonna get a 4k tv bob why not just get the best one i'll tell you why because Here i have come two lies two two perfectly good tvs that i'm happy with there's not like there were things that bothered me about my iphone and there were reasons i wanted to switch there is nothing about my current tvs that bother me but they could be so much better but and plus and plus look bob <laughs> look people don't know this some people do when Bob has money in his pocket, he's constantly thinking about how the fuck can I spend this right now? And God, it's going to feel good when you spend like a nice $1,200 on that 4K TV, Bob. You're going to you're gonna be so happy and it's going to be the same song and dance as always. I don't need it. I'm not going to get it. And then one day I'm going to be sitting at Hooters and all of a sudden a Galaxy S8 is going to pop out of your pocket. <laughs> 
And then the next day I'll walk into your home and all of a sudden here's an LG OLED 4K TV sitting on the wall. Wow, where did that come from? Now, if anyone's wondering, of course, I do push Bob into all these purchases, but he's a willing participant. <laughs> it's like it's like kinky sex. <laughs> it's like on wow. the surface, it looks like I'm not interested, but really I'm very interested. It looks like we're not off the Patreon topic. <laughs> um, now, what hentai are you subscribed to on Patreon, Bob? All Come of on. them. This is all a safe them. place. Share with us. Tentacles. There's some weird stuff out there. There Alex. was there was a nod there. You people can't see it, but there was a nod. Do you think? Do you think my uh, there's an app I can get for my S8 that will. Read, read amiibos amiibos no that's a nintendo only thing you're gonna have to spend more money in the nintendo ecosphere if you would like to uh do oh that. you just you just prompted me for something i never knew i wanted i want a nintendo phone because just imagine how bad it would be you know bob wouldn't you like to have a nintendo app on your phone that allows you to use voice chat with your nintendo switch Oh wait, that exists. It fucking sucks. It's really bad. I'm I'm not. It's just awful. It's why can't I just plug into my? Speaking of spending money, uh, remember when you got the Nintendo Switch like virtually for free? I did. Yeah, I did. I paid I paid a grand total of sixty dollars out of my pocket for my Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Yes, because when you trade things into GameStop, you get equal value back for them. So it's like you never bought the original thing at all. However, I will argue this till I die. All of that stuff was sitting on the shelf collecting dust. Therefore, its actual value to me was zero dollars. So every dollar I got back from GameStop was money in my pocket. Bob, before you trade in your PS4 and your current Xbox One for an Xbox One X, can I ask you for the podcast now, for the people... Why don't you commit to play like an hour of Bloodborne before our next podcast? One hour. One hour. One hour. Give it a try. Because at least then when you shit on it, you can be like, hey, I actually played it for an hour. Now I can shit on it. But it's so much more fun to shit on it without having played it. I've watched it. No, that doesn't count. That means you should just be experienced and be ready. One hour, Bob. Just say yes. Just say the words. Yes. Say it. Maybe. Oh, God. Was it this much of a struggle to commit to your marriage? Oh! Low blow. <laughs> um, I, well, speaking of games, though, um, I think we started with visceral and we really got away from it, but I, I did, I, I do. This kind of does bring us around though, because a point I really wanted to get to. Don't be afraid of jumping around, Bob. We're jumping around every fucking time we do this. It yes. doesn't matter if yes. people are looking for a layout of topics, go somewhere else. So when, you know, part of what bothered me about visceral, or the, the visceral closing is the game they were making. I was actually very interested in, um, it was supposed to be basically Star Wars Uncharted. Um, I know Amy Hennig was on it. And, you know, I mean, look, the thing is, 
Video games change constantly in development. Who knows how that game was going to end up being? It could have been awesome. It could have been terrible. We have no idea. Right. That's like when Microsoft canceled Scalebound and the fucking internet flipped out. It's like, that game, who knows what the quality was going to be. It might have got canceled because it sucked. And it's very possible. Um, Like, just because there, maybe there was a great story in this new Star Wars game. Maybe it was just an awesome story. Maybe the game itself totally sucked. It's very possible. Um, I think, though, um, as a jaded uh, asshole that I am, um, I think it's just as likely, though, that it just wasn't the model that EA wanted to go with. Not that the game itself was bad. But we don't know. And I will concede that much. Um, but I, I just... There, there are... Um, there are games out there that have markets, but they're not EA markets. They're not going to sell 5 million copies. Yeah. And and the problem with the big publishers is that if a game's not going to sell 5 million copies, they don't want to bother with it. They won't even make a game with a lower budget. Well, I don't even know if 5 million is enough. I mean, you know, we're... There... The major publishers, your Activisions and your EAs of the world, they want to sell 10, 20 million units. I mean, that's why I say every year, I'm always surprised when there's a new NHL game because I know that game sells like fucking ass. And to be fair, it's a shit game, so it makes sense. <laughs> but even when it was good, it sold like ass. And, uh, you know, I'm, it's like I'm sure the moment that agreement with the NHL is over, EA's just going to get right out of that sport. You know, they're only making games if it's a soccer game, if it's a football game. They don't make the basketball game anymore because 2K just shit all over them on that one. Yeah, it, it's um, it's a weird, weird thing because they could, you know, make plenty of money on with smaller budgets and especially with some of these other studios. But it's just it's never enough. And um you look at uh, one one studio I'm particularly worried about right now is Bioware. Um, after the uh, monumental failure of Andromeda, yes, um, they should be very worried um, because you know how will EA have any tolerance for a single flop? Um, you know, the Dragon Age series has done okay. Well, we'll see after Anthem, right? Because if Anthem comes out and it's a major success, They'll be fine. everything's great. Right. Um, and honestly, I hope it really is because it looked like a fun idea. It looked interesting. As we all know, you know, what you see in the E3 demo by the time the game comes out could be completely different. Right. The, the game will probably be nothing like the E3 demo. But... And you know, here's what gets me about it. And like, it certainly looks cool. And I know for people who, who who like to play online, which is not me, um, that you know, as long as it's a good game, I have nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that to me. But you're except not, you won't play it. I won't play it because I'm not interested <laughs> in it. But, but how do you? But Bob, how do you know you're not interested? Because you never played it. I did play Destiny. Really? I played when? the alpha. Oh my god! Get the fuck out of here. You played the alpha of Destiny 1? Yes. Dude, you don't get to say that game sucks off playing three minutes No, I didn't alpha. say that game sucks. Oh, you've said it. I said that game... I wish everyone could see the look in Bob's eyes, because he's just... It's like... 
that game sucks, Alex. It fucking <laughs> sucks. I knew from the two minutes I played on the alpha. I will no, I knew from I knew from the time I spent with the alpha that it just wasn't really for me. Um but I also know just from listening to how people talked about Destiny that it seemed like it really there was and the way they hyped it there was no way it was going to but it it didn't live up to the hype um i've heard much better about destiny 2 people seem to be very happy with it well you know what i think you would actually enjoy destiny 2 much more than destiny 1 because on destiny 1 really to progress your character you did have to grind and grind and grind come back next month and grind and grind and grind four months later your character might be nominally better on destiny 2 you could actually continuously progress your character just by playing through the story mode and just by doing the strikes and just playing with your friends. You don't have to go out of your way. You don't have to do anything specific, really. Just play the game. If you just play the game, you're going to progress. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, Bob, you would absolutely enjoy the story mode on Destiny 2. I guarantee it. You should still go out of your way as a self-professed gamer even though i'm not sure we could classify you as that anymore because <laughs> all you play is snowboarding games by yourself in front of a you know brightly lit monitor in a dark room where no <laughs> one else is around you certainly wouldn't want to talk to anyone else when you play a video that game. sounds exactly that like would, a game that would be blasphemy anyway no gaming is a social activity now bob it brings people together it hey, forges when i was a kid <laughs> gaming was not um no and i mean i am I am willing to give games a chance when I have time. Really? So you're going to commit to having some time and playing some Bloodborne? Um, I'm, I'll commit to talking about a, a genuinely good game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, but I, I, you know, I so look- how come if you're willing to play that, you're not willing to play Bloodborne? We're just going to keep coming back to this. Don't think we're getting <laughs> off of this. One hour, Bob. One hour before next time. Will you shut up if I do it? Yes. Okay. Thank God. That's a commitment. <laughs> One hour. And then believe me, I will make sure it happens. I can't promise. All I have to do is tell Erica to make sure, and it's going to fucking happen. I can't people, promise believe me. before the next podcast. Well, if the next one's on Sunday, then I forgive you. Yeah, but. Well, the next one after that, yes. Yes. Um, but I've also, you know, there's a lot of games I've started that, you know, I get into them and I'm like, I just don't want to keep going anymore. Um. Uh, like uh i'm looking at the shelf right now and uh, you know one that really stands out to me is um breath of the wild which is a game that you know people are tripping over themselves to praise um uh, i got about 15 20 hours into it and i'm like this isn't the greatest thing to ever be made it's a perfectly fine game but are you still playing your Switch? Yeah, I do. When? Every time I have free time. Like, I'll sit down here and just play a little bit. So, how like when's the last time? Last week. Okay. I, I'm currently playing Splatoon. I'm looking forward to Super Mario Odyssey. Um, it's a it's a great little console. I'm at, I've been very impressed with it. Um, and and there have you know it, it's. It's just the new Nintendo box, right? It's just, I, I, I like to play Nintendo's first party games. And so I pick up, you know, I play the Switch. It's great. But 
Um, why doesn't Microsoft just buy Nintendo? Um, I wish they would. It would be very convenient it, for well, me. Probably, it would probably, they, I mean, they'd probably ruin Nintendo. But it'd be cool to have uh, Nintendo games on the Xbox. Because then you'd actually have some first-party titles on the Xbox. Wow. Very true. Um, however, I think we should save some more video game talk for next time. We can talk about things we're looking forward to, um, especially with the holidays coming up and uh, you know what's coming out between now and the end of the year, as well as what we can look forward to in 2017. Um, Speaking of things that I'm sure you're looking forward to, Bob, would you like to quickly preview WWE TLC this Sunday, which you will be watching? Um, I know it's there's going to be tables. There will be ladders and there will be chairs. Would you like to run down the card real quick here and you can just give us your quick thoughts? Oh, God. I don't even know. Is this a Raw or is it a SmackDown? This is a Raw pay-per-view. A Raw pay-per-view. Sorry, a special event. Network special. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck they call them. It's certainly not a pay-per-view. Now, on the kickoff show, we have Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox. And, by the way, apparently at one point this was going to be Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax, but I guess Nia walked off the job. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think she'll be back because, you know, we can't have any good things in this world. <laughs> we're, we're not going to go into it now, but next time we should definitely do a deep dive into your fandom of Nia Jax. Yeah, um, she's fucking terrible. Sasha, Sasha Banks is fantastic um i'm glad i haven't been watching lately because all i've heard is that they've ruined her yeah well, um, of course anything good you must kill right so I, I i have fond memories of sasha banks uh alicia fox i don't even know the fuck that is she she's terrible but she does have like the best northern lights suplex of all time and she has a really great scissors kick so there's that you know okay so look it's gonna be a nothing match um next we have cedric alexander and rich swan versus jack gallagher and brian kendrick do you know any of these people Bob? no okay sweet let's move on <laughs> next we have oscar versus emma um that should be a whole lot of fun until they ruin oscar which they'll probably do before the end of the match oscar and emma actually had an awesome match one time on an nxt takeover it was like the best match on the whole show that's not what this is going to be this is going to be a squash yeah oscar's going to actually absolutely demolish her and let me tell you the previews the video previews leading up to oscar's debut have been fucking perfect which is going to be make it it's going to make it even more frustrating when they inevitably destroy asuka i give it a month (laughs) i think it'll be about a month and then she'll be ruined um we have enzo amore versus your wwe cruiserweight champion callisto so my i've got we've got to pause on this one because my my understanding is that the reason callisto is the cruiserweight champion is because Neville refused to drop it to Enzo. Uh, no. Enzo was already the cruiserweight champion. They wanted Neville to have a match with him on Raw, where Neville, I guess, would lose somehow. And Neville just walked out. He was fucking done. Good for him. Get the hell out of there. Hopefully his contract actually runs out soon and they don't try to hassle him for like two years because that's probably what they will do. But um, 
Yeah, and so what they did instead was once Neville walked out, then they gave the match to Callisto, and they had Callisto beat him instead of beating him in this pay-per-view for the title, which is probably what was going to happen. Right. And now Enzo will probably just win it right back, because let's be honest, no one cares about uh, Callisto, and a few people care about Enzo, so a few is better than zero. Yeah. Um, And then we have the demon, at least he's not the demon king, Finn Balor anymore, versus AJ Styles, who's on SmackDown, by the way. This was going to be Finn Balor against uh, Sister Abigail, which I believe was going to be um, Bray Wyatt dressed in drag, which which was going to be awesome, I'm sure. That wasn't going to be a bathroom break or anything. (laughs) And uh, I guess quite a few people on the roster have viral meningitis right now. So there's a little bit of a sickness running through the roster. Yeah, I guess uh, Bray Wyatt's sick. His brother is sick. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. He's one of Miz's cronies. Well, meningitis is one of those really scary ones because it is both highly um, contagious and also super deadly. Like, if you get meningitis, you need to be in the hospital now. Yeah. So... That's uh, that's a little unfortunate. Yeah, I guess JoJo, the ring announcer, also has it. I think her and Bray Wyatt Ooh. might be dating, which is probably how that got spread along. I don't know. It, but poor Br- yeah. Bray Wyatt. God, that guy is just sucking. His character just sucks. Uh, it, you know, in WWE, he had a character. He has a character that WWE, he was able to carry himself for a while. But because WWE never went behind it never made it anything um he's just a he's just a joke he's he's a complete joke and you know i think the problem with his character was it really needed to be something where it was like a couple years of it and then retool it big time and keep retooling it because it get the gimmick gets old it gets tired well it was like you know, because um, he goes out there and he just cuts a promo about random bullshit. You don't know what he's talking about. He's got great delivery, but it's just a bunch of random well, garbage. And to make a comparison to someone who um, was much, much better than Bray Wyatt, um, look at The Undertaker. Over the course of his career, he went through several reimagings, um, you know, when he needed to. And WWE never did that. But they also really fucked up with Bray Wyatt because he never won. Ever. Yeah. He's not a threat. Well, that they do like to pretend that wins and losses don't matter, but of course they matter. And when you lose every single fucking match you're in, you're a geek. Right. It's, it, it was one of those, th- like, I remember we were pretty excited for Bray Wyatt when he first came around, and it was a good time. I remember, um, you know, seeing him come out at a pay-per-view, and it was, like, fucking awesome. Because, um, yeah, he was... Yeah, he was at that WrestleMania we went to, um, and they brought the band out to play his music, and it was it was pretty cool. Um, I can't remember how that match went. He lost, I'm sure, um, but it, it's Bray Wyatt, so I assume. You know, he they could have been so much better, and he they just the the writing team and WWE failed him, um, and you know Vince would probably just say he never reached for the brass ring. And, you know, maybe he's not, you know, an A-plus star, but you got to support your talent, too. 
he he really should have been like I would say like an upper mid card guy. Like he shouldn't be your top guy, but he should be around. And instead, um, I, I pretty much view him as a complete loser. It's kind of like the Dolph Ziggler role where anyone who's in a program with Dolph Ziggler is immediately made much worse. There, and, There's another guy who I used to love who is just, oh, every time geek. you see him, I'm like, what's the point? You know, and the issue is, is you know, now this is actually even worse. We're going to get a good match on Sunday between Finn Balor and AJ Styles. That might actually be the match of the show. But the problem is uh, now this probably means the Finn Balor Bray Wyatt thing will continue. And they need to get Finn Balor out of this fucking feud ASAP. Because everyone who's in a feud with Bray Wyatt is just dead on arrival. It's the fucking worst. Yeah. So what do we got next, Alex? Next, we have Mickey James versus your WWE Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss. Can, um, first of all, there are not enough women in WWE to have a Raw and SmackDown division. Uh, it's actually a good thing because at least then the women get some more TV time between the two brands because it's, they only give the women more TV time when they're absolutely forced to. Right. I mean, that's a fair point. It's, they don't, they don't know how to, they only know how to write two stories for the women. They know how to write a story where they're chasing a title and they know how to write a story where one woman's calling another woman a bitch. Those are the two <laughs> stories they know how to write. And generally, those stories intersect with each other. Right. <sighs> WWE. Or fat or old. Mickey yeah. James Mickey James used to be called fat. She was never fat, by the way. Now, she's called old. Not really that old. Looks good. But, you know, we must tear people down because reasons. Reasons. <laughs> uh, what's after that? And then we have, um, so speaking of the viral meningitis, it was going to be Cesaro and Sheamus, the bar, versus Kane, or no, sorry, with the Miz, Kane, and Braun Strowman versus the Shield, because the Shield is back now. However, I think Roman Reigns has also been afflicted with the viral meningitis, so replacing Roman Reigns in this match, did you hear about this? No. Kurt Angle. Can the man move anymore? (laughs) Yeah. You know, what condition his neck is in is another question. (laughs) It certainly made the match interesting. I mean, look, you know, I was really looking forward to that big shield entrance. You know, they come through the crowd. Sierra, you know, whatever. All the stuff they used to say. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a great entrance. Sure. Great faction. Maybe one of the best factions ever. But I was looking forward to that because the three of them are so much better together than they are separately, especially uh, your guy Roman Reigns really needs the teammates. I'll say I think the only one who really can stand out on his own is Seth Rollins. Um, Dean did okay for a while, but he became kind of a joke. Well, he's just became a geek because he lost to everyone. Right. So um, Seth, I hate to say it, but I think Seth stands alone by himself the best because he fits he's after roman um he fits the wwe model more much more than dean um and people don't hate his guts so (laughs) yeah i mean you know roman everyone thinks roman's been pushed to the moon and he has 
But while he's been being pushed to the moon, he's been afflicted with some really terrible booking that's right. made people not like him. And it's not, it's like, I can't even really blame the guy. I mean, he's just towing the company line. What are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, if, some, if, if Vince comes up to you and says, I'm going to pay you tons of money to be the guy. Yeah, you're going to beat everyone. You're going to be my big badass Samoan. We're not going to mention you're Samoan because, you know, because reasons. But you're going to be my big badass Samoan. You're going to run through everybody. You're related to the Rock, I think. Thank God everybody's related to the fucking Rock <laughs> if you're Samoan. There's at least some sort of blood relation. Are you Samoan at all, Bob? Because I am. If, if I am. If you're like 2% Samoan, you're probably related to the no, Rock. No, I'm pretty. Here's what I'm going to do I, I'm going to become one of those fans who has to be who injects himself into the storyline um and and i'm gonna claim to be one percent related to the rock Mm -hmm. and rock um, blood rock blood i got rock blood and uh that'll be enough to get me in yeah that's how i know nia Jax will be back just ruining the television show as fast as she possibly can because she's got that rock blood and she's big bob and normally if you're a girl you don't want to be big but if you're in the monster role it's a positive um so what do we got after that is that the main that's event? it that's, that's the, main the main event, event. that is a tlc match i think it's actually the only like extreme rules match on the show mm-hmm. you know usually on these tlc shows there's a fucking chairs match there's a fucking ladders match they've been doing stairs matches i think on this show there's actually only just the one tlc match i'm not 100 percent positive on that but i think so mm-hmm. okay well we will um have to see so it. that'll be the car wreck match hopefully kurt angle doesn't like decide to fucking jump off a tall ladder or something because i i don't need to see anyone die I, you know i think that's shane's goal i think shane mcmahon's goal is to, is to die, die in the ring well or outside of it outside after the he ring, fell something on, yeah if he fell off something commentator stable um there was a crash pad bob it's okay he's not dead no uh I feel like with Angle, it'll probably be something like a few years ago, we saw King come into the ring in the Royal Rumble, and, you know, they he kind of was just like, eh, and they tossed him I out. Think, but, I think Kurt's still got way more than the tank than that. Well, yeah, it's certainly, but he, like you said, he's got to be careful with the neck. I mean, that's why, you know, that's the same reason that Stone Cold has resisted all the attempts to get him back in the ring. Because he's like, I, I can't, I can't get in the ring. I can't risk killing myself, you know, for a match. You know, he'll come in, he'll he'll drop a stunner on someone in a promo or something, but he, he's not actually going to do a match. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. So do we have anything else we want to talk about tonight, or do you want to end it there? I think we should probably kill it. We're... Uh... We're already going a little longer than I thought we would, so... Oh, we'll go as long as we want to, Bob. <laughs> if it's half an hour or it's three hours, whatever. Deal with it. <laughs> and we'll record it the highest quality possible, so yeah. we take up all the space on your phone. <laughs> well, I think... um <laughs> I think, you know, the thing is with the podcast is we're committing no matter what, we're going to do it every other week for sure. Mm-hmm. This is going to be continued, even if it's a colossal failure, which, you know, it's going to be whatever. But we're going to do it. Way every... to be optimistic. <laughs> we're going to do it every other week, no matter what. However, if we feel we want to do more than that, there's nothing stopping us. So we'll do more episodes if we fucking want to. Um, there might be one on Sunday. 
There might be none one next Wednesday. I don't know. We've talked about it. But for sure, there will be one two weeks from this one. Yes. Um, I don't know. Um, this um, kind of Saturday morning uh, distribution. Uh, we'll see how that goes. If we need to adjust, we will. Um, so if you don't like it. Um, too bad. Too bad. Um, if check- you don't like it, if you don't like it, go complain to Bob because yeah. I don't care. Um, speaking of as far as how to get in touch with us. Um, we haven't we we you know just recorded this so we ha- we haven't set up um, the various you know our social media presence or anything like that yet. Um, probably we'll set up a Twitter um, and there will definitely be an email address. We'll post that on the Team Puma Knife website along with this first post, uh, first podcast. Um, so and uh, we will of course mention it in future podcasts uh, once we know what they are going to be. So. Uh, what, what other shows are on the Team Puma Knife Network, Bob? I'm glad you asked, Alex. Um, you can check out uh, our other wonderful content. Um, we have uh, After the Movie, which is a podcast my wife and I do. Uh, talk How about, often do you do that, Bob? We do that when we feel like it. Mm, so not much? Uh, depends on the season. That one, that one's a little rough because it, it really depends on if there's stuff out we want to go see. Um, we have been talking about it. We are we do want to you know try and come up with a more regular schedule, um, but we don't want to. We also don't want to be just another uh, go watch bad movies and talk about them podcast because there's eight million of those. We we really like talking about new releases and stuff that's you know in the the cultural zeitgeist of the moment. Um, but we're working out. We're going to try and figure it out. Uh, another podcast we have that um, is currently in hiatus, waiting for um, fucking Kit Harrington to get married, um, delaying the production of Game of Thrones by three days. You're not upset about this at all. No, not at all. Fuck it. You can't do that after filming. What look, an Bob, asshole. Look, Bob, don't you need time to prepare and try to come up with things to talk about on this Game of Thrones podcast to try to justify how the show doesn't suck. <laughs> Shut your mouth, Alex. Go back and listen to old episodes of uh, Beyond the Red Waste. There will uh, probably never be any new ones. No, probably not, because they're gonna pull. A, they're gonna pull a George R. R. Martin and just never, never, <laughs> never actually finish it. Um, we have we. What, what episode was I a special guest on, Bob? Because that's really the one to go listen to. It was one of the later ones of last season. Yeah, maybe like episode six. Maybe, maybe. somewhere around there. Yeah. What's the one? What's the one where the giant ice dragon was created? Because I think that's the one I was on. Was it? I think so. That would have been episode five because it was. Was it six or seven episodes or seven? I can't remember. Wh- now. Whichever, whichever one it was, I would go out of your way. It was to the second to last one. one because I mean. I was outstanding. Erica was pretty great, and you were there. That sounds accurate. Yeah. Um, so go check out Beyond the Red Waste on TeamPumaKnife.com. Uh, we uh, it is a discussion show of Game of Thrones. Uh, we've covered seasons six and seven, um, and who knows? Maybe there will be some more to that. You guys should do a rewatch of the first five seasons. We've talked about that, and we need to. <laughs> um but if you are looking for actual regular content from someone who is good and uh actually has their shit together go listen to our live play dungeons and dragons podcast 
um, created and run by my friend Sam in Vermont. Um, it's called Improvised we- Weapons. Uh, and they release a new episode every Wednesday promptly. Um, it's a great podcast. Uh, I think they're... I want to say they're in the teens now. They've been going pretty good. I've never listened to it, but it sounds great. It and is. I think I've heard they have a Patreon, don't they? They do go, have a go Patreon. Go give them your money, folks. They're not adult content. They're not going to get pulled off. Nope. Not yet, anyway. Maybe that's one of the pay tiers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, go see it. And if you are in Vermont um, next, not next weekend, but the following weekend, uh, Improvised Weapons will be doing a live recording at something con at killington <laughs> i can't remember what a, now what a commercial this is wow <laughs> it started off really well and then it just went downhill i can't remember it's a gaming convention um taking place at killington i will correct that at some point um look for the place where all the nerds are congregating you'll be able to tell by the smell oh i'm a nerd too it's okay i stink <laughs> Um, so that'll do it for us tonight. Um, Alex, you hate people. Um, so you don't have any social media. Yeah. Thanks for forcing me to do this. Yes. Um, you can find me at, uh, at the new time Lord on Twitter and, uh, we will talk to you next time. We're out of time. We gotta go. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>